1: You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the and Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out to anybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and to the subscribers on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube stream. You can see us here at Studio 34 in Rockin' Riley's Midtown Manhattan, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I got my man Chris Bavona, the Bounty Hunter, with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a big football Friday for you as we head into week one, and if you want to be part of the show, you can. You can holler at me if you want at 844-843-6879. All hour, we will be taking your calls. I'll be helping you who to sit, who to start, you know, who to pick up, who to fade, and how to win that cash. I also, we got a poll question up on Twitter right now, at FNTS. Why radio on Twitter and at spittin speeds on Twitter. I want to know which home dog. Which home underdog do you think has the best chance to just win straight up in week one? In week one at home with that building going and cheering for you, the options are, is it the Chicago Bears taking on the defending NFC champion Atlanta Falcons? Is it the Lions and my man Jim Bob Cooter against the Cardinals? Is it the Browns? A lot of people think they're going to be a tough out, but they are still nine-point home dogs against the Pittsburgh Steelers and a healthy Big Ben. Or is it the San Francisco 49ers? Remember the 49ers? Do work at home against East Coast teams in week one. We got a lot of people voting right now, and we will take your calls. Like I said, I'm also going to give you my dfs lineup on FanDuel for week 1. I want to give a big shout out also to Jason Robbins who joined the show yesterday, the CEO of DraftKings. We're talking about the perfect billion dollar lineup and hopefully that's what I give you. I give you the perfect lineups. So you can go right ahead and win your league and win that cash. It's Friday so I'm going to give you my fade the public picks as well. We'll see who in that poll you know, Maybe I'm with some of them. We'll see. We'll also chat it up a little bit about the season opener that took place at Gillette. The stunning upset of the Kansas City Chiefs over the once thought of potentially 16-0 and New England Patriots. I guess that's not going to happen. And if you were listening to this show, you know I told you to take the Chiefs plus the points last night. Clayton Trahan, you're out there, was kind of talking smack when it was like 7 nothing, or when you thought it was 14 nothing with that Gronk catch. But no, no, no. And I go 1-0 and on the season. I'll give you some more picks. We'll break that down. What should you do with a guy like Kareem Hunt now that he popped off? Should you spend a waiver wire ad on a guy like Alex Smith? Come on right back, and I will let you know what you need to do. And you can holler at me at 844-843-6879 all hour long. We are going to help you out. It is Football Friday and Week 1. I am excited, but I also want to tell everybody out there in Florida to stay safe this weekend. Hurricane Irma, no joke. Get out if you can right now. All right, come on back. Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package. Plus, you get a full year of in season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio and check out for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Week 1 Football Friday. I'm going to wake up on Sunday morning, and besides the fact that I'm going to come right into this studio to give you the Sunday Lineup Lock Live TV, I'm going to wake up almost like it's Christmas morning. I'm going to be like jumping up and down. Can't wait to unwrap the presents that are Week 1 of the NFL season, but the Week 1 has already started, okay? And I hope you you listen to me last night because I gave you the Chiefs plus eight and a half. But there are so many other things that happened as the Chiefs took out the Patriots in Gillette while they raised the banner forty-two to twenty-seven. Obviously, everybody is buzzing about Kareem Hunt, the Buck Hunter. Um, he went seventeen carries, one hundred forty-eight yards and a tud. Added five catches, ninety-eight yards, including a bomb in a post pattern over the middle. Two receiving touchdowns. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you the God's honest truth though. Kareem Hunt's stock will never be higher. You could probably get yourself a true stud right now. I heard earlier today on the network, people were talking about, is Kareem Hunt a top five running back? I'm still saying pump the brakes on that. He had a great debut. But if you own Kareem Hunt, you might be able to sell high on him. Listen, if you listen to the market, you're supposed to buy low and sell high. If you have Kareem Hunt, you bought low. There will be no better time to sell high on Kareem Hunt than right now when the entire national team. TV audience saw him go off for an NFL record of yards in his debut. I'm just saying, if you want to flip Kareem Hunt, the time is now. And what about Alex Smith? Throwing for 368 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. And what's more, he pushed the ball down the field, going deep to Tyreek Hill, going deep uh, to, you know, going deep to Kareem Hunt as well. It was interesting. Maybe they are trusting now Alex Smith. Like, hey, go ahead, push it. We know what you can do as a game manager, and what you can do is peeking out at about the second round of the playoffs. So go ahead and take those shots. I think that is the interesting narrative. Do they let Alex Smith go downfield a little bit more? And if so, is he a viable quarterback? Keep an eye out on that, but I got to tell you something. The question is, did the Chiefs write the blueprint on how to stop the Patriots this year? We know there's no Julian Edelman, right? So in some of those third downs, I was looking to see how would Brady look on third and seven. You know, those Julian Edelman plays where he's in the slot and has that kind of two-way go and knows exactly where Brady wants him to be. That's what I was looking at. And you know what the Chiefs did? The Chiefs rushed three on a lot of those third downs. And what they did then is had eight in coverage, and they were bracketing those two-way go routes. Okay, I saw that a couple of times with Amendola before he got knocked out. And Brady... went those were then shut down, he was standing in the pocket, and that allowed the pressure to get to him. You saw a couple of throws of Brady that were, you know, not Tom Brady-like. And so I wonder if, you know, eventually it starts to hurt you. You lose Edelman. You lose Amendola. Some of these guys are new to the system. I don't know. I don't know, obviously – We've seen this before when the Chiefs take care of the Patriots and people start doubting the Patriots, but I do like the way they are trying to play those inside slot routes, and it could be a little bit of a blueprint. We'll see what happens next week. I also want to talk about our fish. Which used to be named Ted Finn Jr. But based on last night's performance from Mike Gillisley, I think I got to start the bubbles, try to clean the tank, and we may rename this guy Mike Gillisley with three touchdowns on the ground for the New England Patriots. But you know what Bill Belichick does. He's just going to turn around next week, and it's going to be all Rex Burkhead all the time. And it's going to be passing, you know, because of maybe not having Amendola, because of not having, you know, obviously Edelman still. Maybe it's a lot of this. Deion Lewis, James White out of the backfield game. Just because Gillis Lee got three touchdowns last night does not necessarily mean you need to run and go and get that. All right. I do want to give you a couple of news and notes real quick before we get into callers. I see some callers lining up at 844 843 6879. You know, Friday comes out, so we got the injury report. Remember, Danny M. Dola got his concussion or got his head. He's not in the protocol. It was a head injury, so we shall see about that. Thomas Rawls is going to be a game time decision, it looks like for the Seahawks versus the Packers in Lambeau Field. He got in full practices, but they're now saying that he's a game-time decision. If for some reason Rawls cannot go, then I think this narrative of Eddie Lacy and the revenge game against Green Bay becomes very real, okay? But if Rawls is active, I do expect there to be a committee in Seattle. Also, Jameson Crowder is a questionable tag with the Washington football team because of that hip. They expect him to play, though, okay? They expect him to play. However, the biggest question mark going into week one, the true question mark is. Odell Beckham. And if you have him in your lineup, the key is it's that Sunday night game, so you don't really have many other options to put in. And that's what it looks like our first caller is. It looks like we've got Steve in Massachusetts. He's got a question about Odell Beckham. Hey, Chris, let's pop him on the fantasy freestyle right now. Steve in Massachusetts, you're dropping stats over beats with Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Uh, you got Odell Beckham and don't know what to do, huh?
0: Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say though is I I, I do have uh, a cream hunt, so that, that kind of helped me out.
1: There I you go. You got a little buffer, the, right? The
0: three touchdowns. Yeah, too. I'll
1: take that. I'll take yeah. that all day and twice on Sunday, right?
0: Oh yeah, and the dude that I was facing too, he he had a uh, Tom Brady, so it kind of bu- it kind of bumped him down a little bit too. Okay. I was just I was just wondering because I also I also had uh, Cooks too. So right right now uh, it's a comfortable lead, uh, comfortable lead just because of that uh, Kareem Hunt having that big game. Sure. Should I uh, gamble and maybe add like John Brown or uh, maybe Kevin White just in case like Odell doesn't play? Because the last report that they just said was he's gonna be a game time de- uh, decision, so it could go fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. And I was also reading too that th- that because uh, he hasn't been practicing, he hasn't been doing like any cuts or anything yet. So that they were saying that maybe when he's on the field, that uh, it could be like decoyish or right. like, you know something like, yeah, something so like let
1: me, that. Let he, me tell you something, Stephen. Thanks for the call, man. I think the key to your question is what you already said. You already have a little bit of a comfortable lead, right? You already had Kareem Hunt pop off for you, so you already have a lead. So given <laughs> that. I would go conservative here, okay? And, yes, Odell Beckham, it looks like it's 50-50 to play on Sunday night football. There's a couple of ways you can attack this, okay? And this is for all the Odell Beckham owners out there. First of all, like the caller, Steve, who wanted to you know gloat that he had Kareem Hunt. And I like that you did, man. You got on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you had a Kareem Hunt or if you're going to be in the lead, then I think you need to go conservative, man. And I would not risk Odell Beckham on Sunday night because as the caller mentioned, even if he does get out there and active, he might be a decoy. I actually like Brandon Marshall in some of my DFS lineups because of that exact reason. But you mentioned Kevin White specifically, Steve. I think Kevin White is a viable person to put in your lineup. I'm not sure. if you said he was from the waiver wire or on your bench. But I definitely think Kevin White is going to be viable, and him and Kendall Wright are going to be the two main targets in Chicago. So I would do that. On the flip side, though, if you are – If you're a team that is going to be down or needs that big play, that big total out of your stud Odell Beckham, here's what I think you do. You put him in your lineup, but what you need to do is you need to find another guy who's playing Sunday night or Monday night that you can have in your lineup just in case, right? So for the Giants— That means Sterling Shepard available, maybe in a 10-team league. Is a Cole Beasley a guy you could put in as a safety net if you are going to take the chance with Odell Beckham, remember? On Monday night, you know, is Adam Thielen available? Is a guy like Ted Ginn Jr. available that you could have on your bench and then last minute insert in for Odell Beckham in that last game? Is there a Travis Benjamin on Los Angeles? Is there a Mike Williams on Los Angeles? You know, is there a guy there that you could put in? That's what I would do. But with Steve, I would uh, be conservative because you already had Kareem Hunt. We got another call. It's Kyle in Cutler City. Kyle in Cutler City, you have a question about wide receivers because uh, Hurricane Irma took out your main stud. Kyle, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up?
0: Hey, I got, so I dropped it heavy in the first round. Uh I got Mike Evans. Thomas, Tyrell Pryor nice. and on the bench I had stashed Devontae Parker and uh, Tyrell
1: Williams mm-hmm. well the only one's last only person left to squeeze in is uh, Tyrell Williams Ty Williams, Williams yeah uh, I was wondering if I should be starting or if I should be picking up, like, Ted Ginn Jr., he's on my waiver wire. Oh, listen, I do love Ted Ginn Jr. I love Ted Ginn Jr., okay? Yes. I think Ted Ginn Jr. is someone who I like season long over Tyrell Williams, okay? So I would recommend that switch, especially here early on in the season with Willie Sneed being suspended, okay? So, yes, I do like... Ted Ginn Jr. in that game on Monday night, and thanks for the call. Alright, and uh, it depends on whoever you like. Whoever you like this week, if you want to bet a couple of shekels, go on over to mybookie.ag right now. They got a rock-solid reputation. They pay out quick. They have in-live game betting, and if you go right now and enter the promo code FREESTYLE because your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician sent you, they will give you a 100% match bonus. You gotta like that. It is free money, courtesy of your boy Speed. So go on over to my bookie.ag right now and start to win this money on all the tips i'm giving you if you put in chiefs plus eight and a half last night you'd have a little bit of cash chab cabbage cheddar cheese when we come back we're gonna talk dfs lineups we're gonna talk uh, home dogs and we're gonna take your calls we're dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network come on right back oh, oh! Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY
0: Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's Dave Martinez, of spitting Statistician right here on the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Callers are lined up, ready to get that advice on who to sit, who to start, who to play, so they can win their leagues and win that cash right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, yo, Chris, we got Carlton in Atlanta. It sounds like he's got a flex question. Let's dive right into the calls. Coming back at a break here at Studio 34, Rockin' Rileys. Carlton in Atlanta, you are dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up?
0: Yeah, hey, what's up, man? I'm one of those guys who didn't start Hunt, so I'm feeling kind of sick right now.
1: Oh, he's on but your I bench? That's like the worst foot. thing. He's on your bench and you gotta stare at that point total all weekend, huh?
0: Exactly. My, my friends are clowning me like they would've started them, but I, knew they, I know they wouldn't do it either, but nah. uh, I, th- I th- I think I got the best team, so. but I got a question about my flex. I want to know, do I start Bilal Powell, Garcon, or Crowder? Was
1: questionable right now. Yeah, uh, Jameson Crowder is legitimate questionable with that hip injury. I would stay away from him because of that risk. You mentioned Pierre Garçon and Bilal Powell, and if you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle all week long, you would know I am exceptionally high on boom, boom, Bilal Powell, Powell. I think you need to put Bilal Powell into your lineups right now. I like Garçon as like a low-end wide receiver option, but Bilal Powell is going to make up most of the production of the New York Jets, and when you have a flex question, when you got the guaranteed potential of the running back, you know Bilal Powell is going to touch the ball 20 times against Buffalo. You do not know that about Pierre Garçon. I would wait to see a little bit about how that offense develops. I think definitely in this case go with Bilal Powell and call me back next week, Carlton, and thank me then. Thanks for the call. All right, let's keep it moving, Chris. We got another caller on the Fantasy Freestyle. It is Al in Chicago. He's got a question about Zeke Elliott playing this week and potentially beyond al you are on the fantasy freestyle what's going on hey man what's going on doing well can't call it excited for week one
0: all right um i got a quick question three hours prior to the uh prior to the the, the whole zeke uh decision um i got a uh i got a, i got a, a trade request i got um
1: the guy has
0: zeke and i have Devonte freeman
1: and he wanted to trade his zeke for my freeman and I wanted to see how sure was that was the whole situation on Zeke whether he plays the whole season right should right. I pull the trigger or should
0: or what should I do
1: sure sure and this is a great question al I appreciate this listen um they just put this injunction in right meaning that he may be able to play all season long OK, he may be able to play all season long and not be suspended until next year. But here's the thing. We're talking about studs, whether it's Zeke Elliott. Right. And You have Devontae Freeman. If this was a Zeke Elliott for a lower tier kind of running back, I'd say, you know, hey, pull the trigger. You get that chance. But you have Devontae Freeman. You have one of the top five, six, seven backs anyway. OK, the risk here is that now that this is in the court seat uh this stays in the courts Al you don't know what's gonna happen okay yeah there's an injunction now but my huge fear would be that all of a sudden we hear that you know the stay is not granted the injunction is lifted and he has to serve the suspension later on in the season right when you want him in your fantasy playoffs yeah he might not be there now but what happens when he has to serve maybe even it's only four games but it starts week 12 that screws you for the fantasy playoffs if it was a lower tier running back that you mentioned I would have said go Ahead and give it a shot. But in this situation, Al, I say keep Devontae Freeman. While it looks like he may be playing now, you don't want that cloud hovering over your head all season long. Devontae Freeman is a true uh, running back one anyway. Be happy with that and don't take on the risks, in my humble opinion. But thanks for the call, Al. We got time for one more call in this segment, Chris. Let's hop on with Chris in Minnesota. He has a question about some quarterbacks. Chris yeah. in Minnesota, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going Going
0: on. What's up, man? First, I want to say appreciate your show. Thank Don't you, listening all the time.
1: Absolutely, I appreciate you.
0: Um, I was getting right down into it. I'm in a half PPR league, and I'm debating on starting Aaron Rodgers or Mariota.
1: Okay, okay. So you want to pick between Aaron Rodgers and Mariota? And here's the thing: I understand, like. In, in most cases, you know, people are like, what? Why would you even do that? And you look at the opponent, you understand why. Mariota's going up against the Oakland Raiders, and that defense, especially that pass defense, has been bad in the past, right? And then when you look at Aaron Rodgers, he's going up against Seattle with the Legion of Boom and their vaunted pass defense. I'm going to tell you something, though, man. I appreciate you thinking. I like that you have that kind of advanced mind, Chris. You're considering the matchups and all that. But I'm going to tell you something. Don't get too cute with it, man. This is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. He can avoid Richard Sherman the entire game, and there is still plenty of weapons for him to go with. I think Aaron Rodgers is the play there. I understand your concern, but especially week one, I'm rolling my studs out there. I, I would much rather go with Aaron Rodgers and even have Mariota outscore him by a point or two than have gone with Mariota and see Aaron Rodgers put up one of his prototypical stud games in this situation Chris I'm going with Aaron Rodgers even though I understand the matchups make it look like Mariota should in fact elevate to a top 7 quarterback thank you for the call Chris but ride with Aaron Rodgers okay we got a couple of more calls but we're going to have to take we're going to have to hold them up until next segment cuz I got to give you I still got to give you my D- EFS lineup for week one. If you were listening to the last hour, line up Lock Live with me and Tony Sincata. We gave you what you need to win the cash. We also put up a bunch of polls. We built the people's lineup, okay? what you guys think you need to do in draftkings to win some polls tonight and we are going to keep track of that but i got to give you guys that i like if you have not been listening to lineup lock live okay i'm going to give you a high price quarterback and a low price quarterback on fanduel i like russell wilson in this game that the caller was just asking about i think this has the potential to be a sneaky shootout i like russell wilson against the bad green bay packers defense i like russell wilson at 8000 i think he's going to be a great quarterback i think he might be the top scoring quarterback back all week long Alex Smith aside and I think the offensive line that is poor for Seattle might actually mean a couple of rushing yards for Russell Wilson I like Russell Wilson at 8,000 if you need to pay a little bit less money on your quarterback check out Carson Wentz check out Carson Wentz at 7,100 I've told you if you listen to Fantasy Freestyle you know I am high on the Philadelphia Eagles that Washington defense is nothing to be scared of I don't care if Josh Norman is following Alshon Jeffrey around there is Zach Ertz, who is going to eat over the middle. And they're going to unwrap Darren Sproles out of bubble wrap from preseason as well. I like Carson Wentz to continue his hot preseason where he threw for three touchdowns, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I like him to take a step. And I think Carson Wentz is a nice lower-priced option on FanDuel. When you look at... um. Running backs. If you look at running backs, okay, the high-priced guy I like is LaShawn McCoy. I think he's going to be the Buffalo Bills offense against the Jets. Who else is there? You know, you got Zay Jones. But remember, Jordan Matthews is just getting into the groove. And Tyrod Taylor just got out of the concussion protocol also. I think the Bills are going to think that their way to win this home opener is by riding Shady McCoy. And the Jets. I, you know, the Jets offense is good for a turnover or two to give Shady McCoy a short field. I like Shady McCoy as a high-priced option in the middle level. Okay, two guys I want to give you Jordan Howard and Todd Gurley. Jordan Howard in that matchup against the Atlanta Falcons with the Bears. Remember, listen, Cam Meredith down. You know, like who are really the options in the passing game? I think they're going to continue to try to ride Jordan Howard. And over in Los Angeles. Todd Gurley is going up against this Indianapolis Colts defense. And if you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle for years, you know that I've said a lot of people, the defenses should put all 53 men in the box against Todd Gurley. But I don't know if they can do that this year. You got Sammy Watkins now. Robert Woods now the rookie Cooper Cup, okay. I think he got more options, and I think that's going to open up some lanes against the Colts for Todd Gurley. I like him at seventy-three hundred, and my low price option. The caller asked about it before. Boom, boom, Bilal pow, pow is going for only sixty-three hundred on FanDuel, and I like him to get a lot of catches. I like him to be the workhorse for the Jets this season, especially remember on DraftKings where you get full point PPR. I love Bilal Powell. I think he can catch about six balls on Sunday against Buffalo. And the wide receivers, listen, you never go wrong with some of the high-priced options, the A.J. Greens, the Antonio Browns of the world, the Michael Thomases of the world, and that volume play on Monday Night Football. Like I said, though, I would not risk Odell Beckham. Okay, he's a true questionable at 50-50 at best, and there's also the chance that if he does go out there on Sunday Night Football, he is a decoy. So I am not on Odell Beckham. I am, however on FanDuel, on Brandon Marshall at 6,800. I think Brandon Marshall could be a nice buy. Whether Odell Beckham plays or not, that Cowboys secondary is nothing to be worried about, and especially if Odell Beckham is there and as a decoy, that means they're going to still have to put some attention on ODB, leaving Brandon Marshall going up against last year's 26th ranked pass defense, and that pass defense that was 26th in the league lost like two of their starters. I think the Giants wide receiver can eat on Sunday night football. And the one other wide receiver I want to give you at that price point is Michael Crabtree for the Oakland Raiders. He's at 6,900 on FanDuel and the Tennessee Titans, they were interesting, their pass defense. okay? They got number one cornerback from the Patriots, Logan Ryan but their number two cornerback has been an issue all all last year. They tried to address it by drafting Adoree Jackson out of USC but it is not going to help rookie cornerbacks take time to struggle and I think that means it won't be Amari Cooper but in fact Michael Crabtree at 6,900 will be your value. I absolutely love Zach Ertz at tight end combine him with Carson Wentz if you want in Philly at 5,900 and my defense is the Los Angeles Rams going against Scott Tolzien and that Indianapolis Colts offense that is not lucky for week one. When we come back, I'll go back to the phone lines at 844- 843-6879. We're going to go to our poll and see which of these, uh, you know, home dogs have a chance to win outright. I'm going to give you a survivor pick, home dog picks, and we'll take your calls. A lot of stuff still left to do on a football Friday for week one. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician holding you down. Now it's time for me to breathe. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's a fantasy sports radio network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone, take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to everybody listening on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio, and everybody watching live on the YouTube stream for the Fantasy Sports Network. We are taking your questions at 844-843-6879. And it sounds like we have a question. It is Rob in Indiana. He's got a question about my man, the Reverend Jimmy Graham. Hey, Rob, you are on the Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats with speeds. What's going on?
0: Hey, how you doing,
1: Dave? Doing all right, man. What's up?
0: Uh, I had a question. Uh, I'm in a full-point PPR, and I had Kareem on it last night. Start. Nice. So I'm just trying to find out. I know, right. Uh, who would have the safer floor between Zach Ertz and Jimmy Graham?
1: All right, so that's a good question. I Actually, to be honest, uh, I think you're sitting pretty because I love both of them. If you want to know the truth, Rob, I think both of them are tight ends that are going to return bang for your buck this week, okay? Um, right now, Zach Ertz in the matchup is late, rated as the number eight tight end this week, and Jimmy Graham is four. But here's the thing. Both of their opponents have horrible pass defenses, right? You know, the Seahawks going up against the the Packers. That's a bad pass defense, and the Eagles going up against the Washington football team that is a bad pass defense you already have kareem hunt that popped off for you i think you're sitting pretty i don't think you can go wrong in that situation so if i have to give you one though i'm gonna go with jimmy graham the reverend i think that uh the production there is just too good he has the potential to do uh more in the red zone and i think the packers pass defense is even worse than washington but to be honest man i think you can go well Either way, I do like Zach Ertz. He's in my DFS lineup. But Jimmy Graham, I just couldn't fit in because he was too expensive. Go with Jimmy Graham. Go with the higher uh, Go with the higher upside. And he is the safer floor when it comes to the skill of the player. But thank you for the call. That was Rob in Indiana. It sounds like we got uh, one more call that we'll take. It is Jesse in Syracuse. Jesse, you got a question about some running backs on the fantasy freestyle. You're dropping stats over beats. Yo, go orange, man. What's your question?
0: Hey, yeah, go orange, baby. Um, the quick question for my I man, in um, full point PPR league, um, I got Theo Riddick and Terrence West. Who would you start?
1: sure okay and the key there is that it is PPR okay in the PPR setting I love me some Theo Riddick okay I I honestly I think that Terrence West is just a guy I don't think he's anything special okay I like Theo Riddick because of the potential that you can get in the passing game I like Theo Riddick given that and here's the other thing they just said late this week that Danny Woodhead is back practicing in full I would be worried if I was a uh, West owner I would be worried about the impact of Danny Woodhead in the passing game, but even in the run game, I have seen Danny Woodhead in between the tackles before, okay? I am not impressed with the skill of Terrence West, and so for that reason, especially in PPR formats, I like me some theoretic. You gotta think also, they're going up against the Cardinals. The Cardinals have Patrick Peterson. That might limit the number one wide receiver, a guy like Golden Tate. So Matthew Stafford and Jim Bob Cooter, they may have to go other places where the ball dictates, and I think that could be theoretic. I think he He is the play. Go Orange, and thank you for the call. All right. I told you we got a poll question up right now. Also, at Spit and Speeds, at FNTSY on Twitter. And the question I asked was, which of these home dogs do you think has the best chance to actually just win straight up outright? Your options are the Chicago Bears. They are six-and-a-half-point home dogs to the Falcons. You got the Detroit Lions, who are two-point home dogs to the Cardinals. The Cleveland Browns are nine-point home dogs to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the 49ers are getting five-and-a-half points at home against the Panthers first of all let me tell you something the San Francisco 49ers win in week one when they welcome a west coast team it's happened like six years in a row it is something you could hang your hat on I'm not saying that the 49ers are going to necessarily beat the Panthers I know a lot of people like this new offense with Cam and Christian McCaffrey but don't don't take the 49ers in your knockout pool. The the 49ers play well in week 1, especially when East Coast teams come over there. So I I respect the 28% of you that are betting with the San Francisco 49ers, okay? I'm going to tell you do not have them as your knockout pool and if you want to get into an extra knockout pool Check it out. Go to www.fantasyfactor.com. Right now, they are doing $1,000 knockout pools that are free to enter. Someone's going to win. And if you listen to Speeds of Spin Statistician, you know not to ride with the Carolina Panthers in Week 1. Because those Niners are scrappy at home in Week 1. And then a lot of other people are going to pick Carolina. And they might get knocked out. So I'm giving you an edge if you go to www.fantasyfactor.com. Right now, the 46% of you are saying the Lions over the Cardinals. I think the Lions could win at home. They had a lot of close games last year, okay? And uh, with Matthew Stafford back and healthy, I think that is an absolutely viable play. But I got to tell you something. I was on Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morrency earlier in the season, and he had this crazy stat. Something about the Super Bowl loser when they go on the road to start the next season. Okay, something like over the last 25 years this has happened and they've won something like twice Okay, now granted you could take random stats like that and tell any story that you want but I also I do not necessarily think that the Super Bowl hangover is like a figment of imagination I think it's a real thing I think the Falcons are a different team when they're outdoors outside of the dome on the grass I think I want to see what this offense looks like without Kyle Shanahan and meaningful games don't get me wrong I think that the Falcons could win this game but six and a half or too many points for me. I'm going to go over to mybookie.ag. I might buy a point. I might buy a point to make it instead of six and a half to make it seven and a half, make it more than that key number of a touchdown, but I think the Bears are going to hang in with the crowd there in Chicago against these Atlanta Falcons. I know the Falcons are another popular... Survivor pick, but if you go to www.fantasyfactor for that free entry, do not pick the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Bears could upset the apple cart this season as well. All right, then the Browns and the Steelers, that is nine points. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points, man. Okay, the Steelers didn't blow out the Browns last year, the Browns have gotten better people talk about Big Ben outside of Heinz Field. I don't buy that narrative. I think the Steelers are still going to be a stud offense and put up points, but I do think that the Browns are going to be weak in and weak out, a tough out, especially in divisional matchups, especially at home. Nine, nine and a half, ten points, depending on where your shop is. I think all of these home dogs, let me say this right now, all of these home dogs, let me say it again so you hear me clearly on the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network all of these home dogs the bears in chicago the detroit lions with jim bob cooter the cleveland browns against the steelers and the San Francisco 49ers. I say take the points with all of these home dogs. You know I like to fade the public if you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle, and this is an opportunity to get a little bit of an edge in your pick'em pools to ride with these points. These are a lot of points. I think the Falcons will win the game. I think the Steelers will win the game. The Panthers might even win the game outright, but that's a lot of points in San Francisco, a lot of points in Chicago. I think these teams... Are in front of the home crowd in the home opener are going to keep it tight. So I am taking the points on all of these right now. 46% of you say take the Lions with that short Home dog against the Cardinals. And uh, big up right now to Clayton Trahan as well. Always answering the polls. Wanted to give me a little dig because I was also taking the points with the Kansas City Chiefs last night. If you listened to last night's show, I said take the Chiefs plus eight and a half. So I already got a little bit of extra cash to play with. But Clayton Trahan out there says, I think if the Lions can improve on defense, they are capable of taking it to the next level and becoming a legit Super Bowl Contender. I don't know if I'd go that far, but you know I love Jim Bob Cooter. I think in that division, the Packers and the Vikings are ahead of them. I do want to, however, give you my survivor pick for this week. And it is uh, the Houston Texans. I think the Houston Texans, I think, remember, this home opener, I love the home teams and the home opener. It is tough to go into someone else's building in their home opener when they have a ravenous crowd and to actually get the job done. And then when you layer on the tragedy of Hurricane Harvey in Houston, there is going to be emotion in that building. Remember the Saints in the Dome after Katrina? That emotion is going to be big in that building. J.J. Watt having raised over $20 million for hurricane relief. Again, we shout out J.J. Watt. But here's the thing. Do you really think... That Blake service is the man to go into that hostile, jacked-up environment and lead his Jaguars to a win in a division road game? I don't think he is. I don't think he is, okay? And I don't know when I'm going to have a better spot to pick the Houston Texans all year. Later on in the season, we don't know what's going to happen in that quarterback position. I think that right now is my time to take the Houston Texans at home with an emotional crowd against Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's where I'm going when I go to www.fantasyfactor.com. I want to thank everybody, though, for the calls that have come all week. I hope I'm helping you out. I was telling you about Kareem Hunt. I gave you my DFS lineup, and thank you to everybody who's been calling in consistently. Thank you to everybody. Here on the polls as well, we have hundreds of votes, literally, okay? And right now, 46% of you say the Lions, 29% say the Niners can win outright. They have a trend there. The Browns at 16% and the Bears at just 9%. Listen, when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle – on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we are going to tie this episode into a nice, neat little bow. I'm going to tell you what you need to do this weekend to get ready for kickoff on Sunday morning. And uh, we'll recap this Zeke issue a little bit as well, as well as uh, the impacts of Hurricane Irma. So come on right back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks to everybody who's tuning in, calling on the polls, on the YouTube stream, on the Fantasy Sports Network, listening live on TuneIn Radio and. iTunes. Heart Radio and downloading wherever you get your podcasts, spitting speeds, holding you down, getting you rich for week one. Let's go. We close it up and head into a football Friday. Let's go. Fantasy freestyle kareem hunt stock will never be higher you could probably get yourself a true stud right now he had a great debut but if you own kareem hunt you might be able to sell high on him if you listen to the market you're supposed to buy low and sell high if you have kareem hunt you bought low there will be no better time to sell high on kareem hunt than right now weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m eastern on the fantasy sports radio network Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on a Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Speeds the spitting statistician holding you down as we all get ready for what I say is basically Christmas morning when you wake up on Sunday. You're going to be like, yeah, I got, it. like my man Scott Hansen on Red Zone says, seven hours of football starting now. I cannot wait for that to happen, but I want to refresh some notes. Remember, Odell Beckham is a legitimate questionable chance for him to play Sunday night. I told you the way you need to approach it. If you are winning, you had Kareem Hunt, something like that, you need to stay conservative because he might be a decoy even if he is there. If you need him as the home run hitter, you need to make sure you pick up someone on your bench or have someone on your bench that is also in Sunday night like a Cole Beasley or one of these guys playing on Monday night, a Ted Ginn Jr., an Adam Thielen, a Terrell Williams, someone like that, just in case you get word that ODB is not Active. Okay. Also, listen. We talk about this Zeke suspension. Someone asked me on the show, "Is um, is this a good thing?" And now, is he clear to pretty much play all season? No one knows. The proverbial jury is still out. So I think this makes it very risky. If you have Zeke Elliott or you want to try to acquire Zeke Elliott, like one of the callers said, remember, this is going to be hanging over a season. You never know what happens in the court system. And then if they bang him in the middle of the season and lift the injunction, that could bleed into the fantasy playoffs. I'd be very worried about that. One thing. Unfortunately, we all have to be worried about this Sunday as well. Not only your lineups for week one, but you need to worry about Hurricane Irma barreling down on Florida. We talked about it earlier in the week as it related to canceling the Bucks and Dolphins game. And I was saying, hey. Move it to Charlotte. Move it to Atlanta. It looks like this storm is going to be so serious that it is going to go straight up Florida and impact both coasts and even into other states in the southwest, okay? If you are in the storm's path, please listen and evacuate. You can still listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, okay? But don't be a hero. And as it relates to that, our guy, Tony Sincotta, who I do Lineup Lock Live with weeknights here from 6 to 7 p.m., He's usually our DFS guy on Lineup Lock Live. You may not know this, but Tony records from Florida, okay? So we don't know if he is going to um, be with us on Sunday. So instead, we're going to have Mike Leone join us on Sunday. And if you don't know about Lineup Lock Live on Sunday mornings right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network yet, you need to learn, okay? If you don't know, now you know. We will be here holding you down on Sunday mornings for the NFL season from 9 a.m. All the way until 1 o'clock on the East Coast, where there is kickoff. Plenty of time to get your questions in. It'll be me, Emery Hunt, who's got the college game on lock, so he'll know about all these rookies. Maria Marino will be giving us our YouTube questions and specific insight, especially on her team, the New York Football Giants. We will have Jake Seeley, the all-in kid, helping us with our rankings. We'll have Mike Leone doing some DFS with us. We may even have Corey Parsons, the fantasy executive. We'll see if he wants to stop by as well. But this and every Sunday for the football season, your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, will be holding you down Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You'll be able to call in at 844-843-6879. You'll be able to send us Twitter questions, YouTube questions as we get you ready to go one and oh this week to maintain your survivor pools Houston Texans and to win that cash I told you I like home dogs I told you I like the Houston Texans and I told you about my DFS lineup if you have questions what about Odell Beckham what about Zeke Elliott what about Jamison Crowder and the Washington football team it does not matter bring them on Sunday morning I got four hours to fill, all right? So I'm going to be here. I'll have a crew of characters with me, and hopefully you'll join us as well. And then we'll come back on Overreaction Monday and see how we did, okay? Listen, if you get 55% right picking games, you're a pro. So calm down if we're early with it, all right? I'll let you know. Come on back. Week two, we'll do big things. Dane Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle. Have a great weekend.